hello. Hello. Hello, governor. I'm not a governor. <laughs> hello, old chap. I am a chap. Yes, okay. Well, we're, we're chaps together. Welcome back to my Disney Addiction podcast with your hosts, Greg, the Disney detective, and your number one ghost host, Chris. That's right. We're back at it again. Con oh my gosh, we're doing it again. We're doing it yet again, but it never gets old. And I'm really excited about what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Do you know what we're talking about, Chris? Uh, well, actually, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but this is going to be a little bit of like a game here, all right? Okay. So, uh-oh. Gotta, gotta get this off. Hold on. Hold on, hold on one quick second. Oh. Ah, oh, jeez. Okay, so, what am I wearing? What is this? A hat. What's a, another word for this? Brim. It is a baseball hat, cap, and then how many? Ten. Ten. Okay, so cap, ten, and then shirt. I know you know what I'm trying to get at here, and all the viewers are screaming at their screens. Cap, Captain. Ten. America. That's right. We're talking. <laughs> Circle with the star and some colors, right? <laughs> well, yes. So, without further ado, we're talking about Captain America in today's Cap episode. America. Cap America. America. <sighs> My mother-in-law hates it when people say America. America. So, uh, if she's watching, I swear I'm not trying to America, you know, just to annoy America. <laughs> and if America... <laughs> All right, now that I got that out of the way, we're talking about Captain America, people. Holy cow. That's we right. got Steve Rogers. Ooh, good old AKA Steve Rogers. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah. That is the name of the actor, so you're not wrong there. I'm not wrong. I'm uh, correct. Very correct. He also played Johnny Storm, who was another Marvel superhero. Mm, meta. Right? Weird. Right? But honestly, though, you may uh, throw tomatoes at me, if you will, but I do prefer Chris Evans's in uh, portrayal of Johnny Storm over his, his Captain America. America. Okay, folks. Chris is, uh, I don't know. He's boiling right now. I don't know what's going to happen. I am in fear for my life right now. I should have brought a human shield. I have not. I was not expecting this to happen. Actually, I sort of was. You what? This happens like twice every episode. What? Yeah, I do. I, I really think Chris Evans does a good job at that like smart ass punk sort of uh, up to no good like younger brother character. I think... He really does a good job at acting like that. I don't. I don't know. I'm not saying he's like that in real life because I don't know the guy, but he does a really good job in that role. Uh, granted, his. I mean, he's great as Captain America, but I think he's better at Johnny Storm. People. People. Help me here. I'm trying very valiantly to stay calm. I can tell it by your pose right now. 
It's like you're you're fighting it against every grain in your body. <laughs> I can tell you got the tight lips. I d you're you're exhaling quite a bit. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh. It, okay, it just, just forget. It. Just forget it. Just it forget just it. is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, but this movie. <clears throat> sorry, this episode is not about Johnny Storm and how well that Fantastic Four movie is. Or not so well. Is great. No. Yes. Out of the three that have been made in the past, what, 15 years, that one's the best. So what I'm trying to get at now... <laughs> Diverge. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Captain America. It's going to be super fun. Yes. So we did just wrap up last week talking about Iron Man Dos. Dos. Uh... And so we're going to continue on with Captain America here. I actually just watched this last night, which was really nice. Um, I haven't seen that one in a while, to be so, honest with you. with you rewatching it, did you enjoy it more uh, compared to the other times? Or did you, like, notice new things? Um, I don't know about notice new things. Or appreciated them more in a certain light? Kind of. I mean... Now that you're older, wiser... Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. Okay. Uh, so, Greg. Chris. Do you have a lineup of said characters and the actors who play them? Of course I do. It's all Pyramid Noggin. All right. We have Chris Evans as uh, Steve Rogers. Thank you. Yes, yes, that, yes. That was very difficult of you. Right. We don't have Nick Fury. We have his stand-in just because of course the uh the captain america is set uh in the 40s is. during world war ii so we have uh the tommy lee jones character i forget his name he's general mm, i can't remember he's he's a general um you have agent carter aka peggy carter um i forget who is played by her so yeah, you're not helping out so much. Though. No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, and then you have uh, Red Skull. That's played by another dude. <laughs> <laughs> he has very high cheekbones. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, you, so you laughed and you didn't even know what it was from? <laughs> no. Where's that from, seriously? Ah. Uh. That glasses come off yet again. This is a record. How quickly I I could get uh, Chris to take his glasses off twice. It's already like what not not even not even ten minutes into this episode. So anyway, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued now. This Mr. Anderson quote. The Matrix. It's coming back to me. Yes. Okay. I've seen the movie. I just. Forgot that his name was Mr. Anderson. No, no. See, no. see, I'm, 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 I, I don't know no. what I'm talking about. That's, He's Agent that's Smith. Okay, then who's Anderson? Is that Keanu? That's Keanu Reeves. Okay, he, gotcha. He Isn't he Neo? Yes, but he refers to him as Mr. Anderson because his last name is Anderson. Neo Anderson? No. He goes by the alias of Neo because he is a cyber. Like, essentially hacker and comes up with, like, programming for people. 
Okay, so he's Neil. His alias is Neil. Gotcha. But he's Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. I understand now. That was a good reference. I really appreciate it now. Okay, thank you. <laughs> now I got it, and I can laugh, like, purposefully. Yeah. It's great. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And then you have that German scientist who has the big forehead and glasses. I don't know his name. What? Who? Yeah, sorry. Um... We're not we're not starting off super well. No, no, no. It's 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 a little bit rough. Uh, again, okay. I'm... So why don't you do me a favor? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Why don't you go ahead and look that up while I kind of go through some stuff? Okay. Okay. So. Oh wait. I think, I think I uh, subliminally meant to not look up these names before the episode because I wanted to show off my phone case, Chris. That's right. Look at that. How fitting is that? And for those who are listening to our podcast instead of viewing it on YouTube, I have a Captain America phone case. <laughs> An OtterBox, nonetheless. There you go. Going in style, folks. This, right. this phone is not getting uh, blown up or cracked or submersed in water. There you Anytime go. Anytime soon. Okay, sorry, you may continue. Now that we got that uh, cleared up, thankfully. So... Um, this is an interesting uh, superhero movie because it takes takes us back to 19 I think it starts off in 1942 or 1943 let me confirm that can't really remember but um, essentially it starts off with um, Okay, you got the list. Go ahead. The list, yeah. So, like I said, Chris Evans is Captain America. Haley Atwell, that's her name. Peggy Carter, she, she plays. How can I forget Bucky? By uh, Played by Sebastian Stan. Yep. Or Stan, if, if you guys want to go that way. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is, in fact, in this movie, but he's not a general. He's a colonel. And his name is, uh, is Colonel... What is this? Oh, I went straight to Tommy Lee Jones, actually. Yeah, he, he, he plays a colonel. I can't read his last name off of there. Um, Hugo Weaving. He's Mr. Smith or Agent Smith in, in the uh, in the Matrix, but he plays Red Skull. And then you have uh, young Howard Stark. And uh, he is played by none other than Dominic Edward Cooper. There you go. There, there you go. go. That's the main cast. So, um, kind of starts off with Red Skull, Red Hood, Red Skull. Red Hood is DC DC's uh, Dick, Dick Grayson, Grayson, right? Dick, or yeah. Jason Todd. Which one? No, Dick Which Grayson. One Dick Grayson was the first one. Okay. Jason Todd was second. Yeah, Dick. No, Grayson. Tim Drake. He was the second, right? Tim, but Dick Grayson was. He was the first, and he became. Nightwing. Nightwing, and then Tim Drake. I, I, I think Jason Todd was the one that became Red Hood. I think so. Yes. So again, this is this is Marvel. Uh, well, it, it's DC, but we're we're talking about Marvel. Yeah. Sorry okay, for that so, side tangent. Um, <laughs> Red Skull essentially goes to this. I don't know if you want to call it like a monastery or this sanctuary, and he's trying to find this tesseract. He's trying to find the tesseract. People and um, kills one of the priests there. Well, kills everybody there, to be honest with you. Yeah. And he eventually takes the tesseract, 
uh, that's pretty much the opening. Yeah, so uh, bad so guy to... has this mysterious object that apparently he values uh, over life itself. So yeah. N- nobody knows what's going on yet, and so then we move into um, this weird, skinny, tiny, young Puny, guy. Yeah, young guy trying to essentially. He's essentially at the. Um, the physical exam or not even the exam it's like it's like a physical for the army right for the uh to be enlisted into the army yep and so he was volunteering and they were like no we can't take you they're like you're too small like you and they even said they're like hey the guy who was recruiting was like hey we're safe we're helping you out buddy he's like you got asthma you don't qualify like really anyways and so but he had that American spirit. He wanted to fight for his country. He did. And um, so let's talk about Chris Evans as that tiny, puny, sure, little skinny thing. Um, that was impressive how they did that in terms of CGI. That's what I, that's what I was going to ask. How do you think they did with that? I think, honestly, they did a very good job. I mean, Lurks, what, now like eight, nine years removed? Yeah. So eight nine, nine years. eight eight nine, nine years removed, and when that movie came out, I mean that was that looked great. I mean even to this day, it still looks really good. I think it holds. I mean, up. I mean, we can tell where it was faked. Yeah. Anybody can, even back then. Obviously, it's it's his head. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you know Chris Evans went complete Christian Bale in the mechanic and just like oh my gosh dude you know lost all muscle and fat mass and decided to hey shrink maybe a foot so that's not possible yeah like going in we knew that this was a definite body double that they then you know because isn't Chris Evans like 6'2 or 6'3 oh yeah yeah he's he's definitely in the low to mid sixes for sure yeah um, and I know he's not as tall as Chris Hemsworth, and he's like six four, six yeah, six, he's five? like six four, six five. Yeah, but but Chris Evans is definitely a a, a tall a tall chap. Yeah, he's tall. Well, chap. I mean, I was gonna say he's taller than me. That's not saying much. <laughs> and anybody's taller than me. How Chris? How, in case you guys want to know, Chris, how tall are you? Well, I'm four feet tall. That's a joke. I'm not four feet. He's over exaggerating. He's, th- he's actually three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> I'm actually sitting on multiple phone books, which. That's not true because nobody uses phone books anymore. Yeah, they don't make them anymore. It's it's an eco hazard. Yeah, I, I'm sitting on a cinder block. There you go. You, you, you. Uh, no, but seriously though, I uh, am I'm like <laughs> five six, and I'm not that much taller. I'm probably five eight and a half on a good day. So, yeah, yeah, on a not so good day, I'm like. Five three because I slouched so much. <laughs> oh my gosh! You, should, you guys, let me tell you something. You guys should see me at work. Sometimes when I'm at work, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm just like, <laughs> I know I see him. He if he's not standing up, walking around, oh, talking God, on his. Head. Oh God! Here you go. <laughs> you good? You see, that Captain was... America would not have that problem. No, no, but it's okay though. You survived. Yeah. So no, that... but like I slouch when I'm at work. So and I've caught myself doing just that as well. That's why I ordered a, a stand-up desk. Yeah, it's I have a stand-up desk. It's great, dude. I told you to get a stand-up desk like months and months, almost a year ago. I know. Not almost a year ago, like six months ago. It was a while ago. I finally pulled the trigger and I I ordered it in in a, a, like two months ago. It finally just arrived, and I'm 
over the moon. It's awesome. It's great. It's well worth it. Yes. Um, Back on track. Um, what are we talking about? So I think here? Chris, oh, yes. Evans, Chris is Evans like like the, the portrayal of Steve Rogers. Um, I think was very good. Uh, he definitely he reminds me of that kind of guy. Like you know, it's definitely that. You give the you give the guy his credit for his heart, you know. A for effort, you, you know. know? <laughs> it's 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 not even a for effort because he didn't get the chance to make the effort. Yeah, I guess. Right. I guess. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, hey man, I understand where you're coming from. I get why you're trying to do this, and I applaud you for it. It's just you're not physically capable. Right. But he has the character. He's an yeah, you have the abundance. heart. You have the heart and the passion, character. and that's definitely. Exactly. Um, admirable and praiseworthy but it's like right you can't do it and then he like so he gets essentially denied from being into the military and he's like a gung-ho patriot which you know anybody who knows disney you know walt himself was very much a patriot yes same thing with roy both of them were roy served in the navy for a long time not for a long time but he served for like i think it was like two or three years maybe four years mm -hmm. yeah. and then i mean walt he wanted to try to get in to the military as much as he could and yes little known fact not little known very well known fact <laughs> actually i mean to tell you how much um walt wanted to get into um the military his dad um elias disney did not want him to go into the military i mean his sons were in the military and all that stuff and he didn't want to see his youngest boy Go so he was like no I'm not having it and so he was what was trying to convince his mom he eventually kind of convinced his mom to do it but here's the problem he was underage Ooh. he couldn't serve so doctored some documents right he, what essentially happened was his mother filled out the paperwork and then she knew what he was going to do so she walked away essentially knowing what was going to happen Oh, wow. And he switched the one, the 1901, to a zero. Oh. And so that's how he became 18. And he ended up being able to serve in the Red Cross. Which oh. took him to France, right? Yep. Yep, took him to France. Very nice. So, but uh, it's definitely like that same kind of like idea of like, for Walt... He wanted to serve his country. Same thing for Roy. And they both did things to... Well, Roy not so much. Roy was older, but definitely for Walt. He really loved his country. He really wanted to serve. And you get that same sense here with Steve Rogers. Like, even though he's not capable, he's has that passion to want to be there and serve his country, which is, is great, all that. Um, so I think they did a really good job of having that weird... Um, over, it's kind of like a, like a, it's kind of like a shadow that was over him this whole time because like, his best friend Bucky. You you see the first time you see him in the movie, he's in his full military gear. Right. Yeah. Well, not gear, but like his U uniform. Uniform. You know, and essentially saves him from being beaten up by somebody. That's right. Yeah. Because Steve Rogers was trying to watch a movie, and. During one of the, it was like a, it was like a patriotic commercial, like "Hey, come join the army," you know, all this stuff. And the guy in the movie theater is, you know, like, "Oh, come on, I want to see the movie. Come on, I want to see the movie." 
Like, that was very realistic. Yeah, it sounded nothing like that. But, you know, <laughs> essentially was being an annoying guy in a movie theater. And Steve Rogers, little wimpy kid, said, Hey, can you just shut up up there? We're trying to you know, watch this. Gets into a little scruffle. Obviously, Steve Rogers, tiny little guy, not happening. And so Bucky steps in, you know, kind of you know, helps him up. And so, like, you get this idea of, like, he's surrounded by people who are bigger than him, like, doing what he can't do. And so it, it, you feel bad for him. Yeah, because, like, he clearly, like you said, has the heart of a much bigger guy, of, like, a, you know, a person who wants to do so much good. But, unfortunately, his physical attributes can't really catch up yeah. to the level that his heart uh, wants. So. so that's kind of rough. And then, you know, Bucky and him kind of go on double date. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they go and do that, which at that double date, they're at an expo. Which happens to have Peggy. No. No. Psych. Do you know what I'm about? You know who? Did you do the homework? No. I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 lost. Help me out here, Chris. Help me. You knew we were gonna watch. We we were talking about Captain America, right? That's right. Did, Did you do the homework? Yes, I have it right here. I have the cast. For those who watched the movie, at the double date at an expo. Oh, Stark. Thank you. Stark, Howard Stark. That's right, the light came on on top of my head. I knew we would get there. Ding. Yes, that's right. Howard Stark Stark was there, and he was showing off the new way of the future. And essentially it was a hover car that hovered for like five seconds and then came. But still though, that was radical technology. It was still really cool. Eventually, um, I think Steve Rogers had to go to the bathroom or something like that. And there was this kind of, you know, one of those weird um, like cutout things that kids can put their head in and take a picture and like, oh yeah. It was kind of like that. And Steve Rogers stepped up and it was like a, a guy in the full military suit, like, you know, come join the military. And so, you know, Steve Rogers was, like, kind of upset and bummed about that. Um, so that's kind of what's going on on that end of the world. And on the other end of the world... got Red Skull. You got Red Skull, who's working with um, the Third Reich to, you know, build these weapons. Unbeknownst to the officials of the Third Reich and the, the Fuhrer, um, they have no idea that Red Skull is trying to weaponize the Tesseract to destroy all of humanity. And, it's all order, I'd say. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And um, at one point, um, I'm probably get my timeline mixed up here in the movie, so I'm sorry about that been watching so many Marvel movies I kind of get my brain kind of split up here but eventually in the movie um, I think it was right around this time too but uh, three uh, three uh, Nazi soldiers uh, well not so I think one's a regular soldier another one's like essentially military guys come and to check on the progress of what's going on and Red Skull is like oh well you know of this tesseract we have the power of the gods and all this stuff and they think he's 
that he's just blowing smoke, you know? And they're like, you're supposed to be helping the Fuhrer. The Fuhrer is getting kind of upset, like he wants his results and all this stuff. And then one of the soldiers, the um, pretty much the lowest of them, the lowest of the three in ranking, um, is looking at the map that um, Red Skull has. And on that map are cities that he's gonna destroy with his weapon. And one of them is Berlin. Berlin. And so that did not go too well. Yeah, you know, I, I think that would uh, go the opposite of well, especially with, you know, who he was talking to. Yep. So he ended up using the... Red Skull ended up using the weapons, and he pretty much disintegrated them. Whew. Ouch. Yeah. That would be a way to go. I know. I mean, I, I think it would have, you know, happened so quickly that they wouldn't even really feel it. Maybe just, like, unbearable pain and then poof, nothing, or no you don't know what hit you, and then before you know it, you're just... Don't ash. want to find out. Yeah, honestly, yeah. And I don't think we ever will, because... Okay, so uh, we get that, and then eventually we get um, to the point where um, the Steve Rogers. I think he's just at. A, I don't know if he's at. A, a, no, he's at another doctor's office trying to pass this physical. Yep, he's not giving up. That's for sure. And you know, so the doctor's about to see him, and then a nurse comes in and says. Exactly. And then, and then they both, and then the nurse and the doctor both leave. Which uh, I don't know. It was sounded like gibberish, (laughs) but um, and then essentially they come out, and then another doctor walks in, um, and is talking to Steve Rogers. You know, explains that he's German. He's he's, and all this stuff, and uh, asks Steve Rogers, "You want to kill Nazis?" Rogers is like what and he's like do you want to kill Nazis and for a second I thought we were starting to go uh, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> yeah you know? oh yeah we like killing some Nazis some Nazis Nazis or Lamy. yeah yeah <laughs> I got yeah. that reference I got that movie reference yeah time. there you go oh, good okay I'm one for two that's a bingo did I say right you just say bingo is that from the same movie? Same movie. Okay. okay. I must have missed that scene or don't remember it at all. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Okay. So, um, the doctor is essentially trying to ask him because Steve Rogers has a great heart, but he wants to know, is he getting this doctor who's essentially working on this serum for this super soldier? Mm-hmm. He's asking some leading questions to Steve Rogers because... Okay, I got this puny little guy. I got to show that this thing is actually going to work. So I got to find this little runt of a person that nobody takes seriously. <laughs> and, um, you know, give him this. But he wants to make sure if I give this super serum to somebody, am I giving it to a freaking lunatic who just right. likes killing people? Yeah, like, are we going to see this guy going AWOL, terrorizing people, and using that not for the greater good of the intended purpose? So. Yeah, this is the start of, of greatness here. Because I, I do remember one time, you know, after, you know, he passes those questions and he goes into like, you know, field training sort of, um, and he jumps on the the grenade. We're getting there. Okay, sorry, but like, I, I really like that scene. 
gotta get there. I know, I'm just too excited for it. So you, you may continue. You're you're the master at uh, talking about the story here, so I'll defer to you until until that part, and then I'll I'll take them reins right there. Uh, yep, there are reins. Reins. I don't know where these reins are. You know, driving the sled, the Captain America sled that we're now on. This cap. Visualize it. Santa. He's a he's a helper. So he's an elf. He keeps America free. All right. <sighs> <laughs> okay. So as he moves on, he they essentially bring him in. Essentially, the doctor gives him the A1 pass. Be like, yeah, this guy's good, good as gold, which he's not. And so he gets into boot camp, and sucks. Just flat out, can't do anything right. Yeah. He does have some things that other people don't. Like one of the things is there's this uh, flagpole that has a flag on it, and the, the boot camp um, officer, drill sergeant, maybe? drill sergeant is you know saying hey this flag hasn't come down in 120 years first guy who can bring it down to me which i don't know if it was 120 it was a while it was a while but he's like the first guy to bring it down to me can take a ride back you know on the jeep with peggy Ooh. was it peggy yeah. yeah peggy carter and um so everybody's like Zah. they try to climb it to yeah. get it down didn't work so well ingenuity so though so everybody has to leave and people are like, oh, I give up. We can't do it. We can't do it. Yeah. And then Steve Rogers walks up. And he's like, I got this. He's like, there's a pin. I'll take the pin out. I'll let the I'll let the pole fall. And then I'll undo the flag. There you go. Which is like, some people are probably thinking, that's not how it works. And then the drill sergeant's like, I didn't say how you had to get it down. So it's one of those like, it's not what I had in mind, but not bad. Yep, it's a whole like functional. Did you catch that reference? What? Not exactly what I had in mind, but not bad. No. Are you saying it like in the same vein of how kind the character of. says it? Yeah, it's not doing it for me. Use your head. Not exactly what I had in mind, but oh, not bad. Um, for some reason, I th I'm thinking a Toy Story two. No. Yeah, I'm way off. <laughs> what were you going for? It was when Hercules was fighting the centaur. Oh! And Phil was like, Use your head! Use your head. He runs at the centaur, head down, bashes him. And then Phil's like, He's like, you know, he goes, Fine. He's like, Yeah, way to go. He's like, Then he tells Pegasus, He's like, That's not exactly what I had in mind, but not bad. You're right. I mean, I'm I, dropping so many quotes. You for are, you. and and what's what's more, that's, that's one of your favorite movies. My favorite Disney movie, and I'm I'm ashamed that I didn't pick up on that. I uh, guess I have to rewatch it. I haven't actually watched it in a while, though. To be so quite honest, so like what Steve Rogers did was, you know, not exactly what the drill sergeant had in but mind, but it was not bad. <laughs> but it was good enough for him to win a trip next to good old looking Peggy, and so. Um, they keep going on it, and then the colonel, played by Tommy Lee Jones, which... Tommy Lee Jones. One of the best actors ever. Oh, he's great. Let's be honest here. I mean, his best role was Two-Face. So... No. Batman... Yeah, Batman Forever. Oh, come on. What the... Uh, I forgot what his name was in this movie, but he was with... He played a mo in a movie with Nicolas Cage, 
called Firebirds. I think it came out in the late 80s, oh. early 90s. Wow, okay. I haven't seen this. It's really, really good. Firebirds, okay. Yeah. Is it like a Top Gun sort of thing? Because I'm, kinda, getting, kinda. I'm getting that vibe. Kind of like okay. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's... Uh, where, was, where was I? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Great, Lee Jones, greatest actor of our generation. Well, it's not, I mean, is he? We're we're not his he's generation. He's like fifty years older than us. I know. That's why I had to re- recant what I said. I don't um, know if he's fifty years older than me because I would push him at almost eighty-five. Eighty-five. I think he's in his mid-seventies. He's got to be in conservatively. His 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, Tommy Lee Jones's character, the Colonel. Is watching Steve Rogers and like, what are you guys doing to me? Like, get this kid out of here! Like, he's like, I'm glad that you have your little experiment here, but this, like, he shouldn't be in my camp, you know. And so, eventually, the doctors and all of them will be like, yeah, this guy's good. We gotta use him. So they give him the serum. He, Wait, did we just skip over the, the grenade? Oh yeah. You skipped <laughs> over the grenade. You. You, th- I told you that I was waiting for that because that was one of my favorite scenes, and you just go, you just, you just hop right over it. All right, we're like gonna... it's a little puddle of mud. You're like, you know what? We're not even gonna talk about that. We're gonna press the rewind button <laughs> and go. Grenade. There was a grenade, and see, the thing is, nobody knew that it was a fake one. But Steve Rogers, though, being of true heart and uh, sound mind, you know, being true patriotic, saving the others, the detriment of his own self, he decides to fall on the grenade to save everybody else. Um, And then when it doesn't go off, he's like, wait a minute, I'm not dead. No one's dead. That's when it it clicks that, well, it was more of a drill than anything. And uh, Steve definitely passed that with flying colors. And that sort of cemented him like, he is a true American hero. He just doesn't happen to have, again, the physical qualities or the body type or the strong enough heart. To... Oh, he has a strong enough heart. It's just everything well, else. Well, wait, does he have a heart condition? Not that I know of. No? Okay. For some reason, I thought that he did. But anyway, just, yeah. He, I think he's just tiny. Yeah, he's just tiny. Um, so that, that again, like I said, just sort of cements that... He is the right choice for this. He's the real deal. This revolutionary super serum. So, so anyway, yes. Tony. Grenade. Not, so Howard Stark is there. You yep. have this other doctor who creates this serum. You happen to have a spine for Hydra. Dun, dun, dun. There. Um, so they give Steve Rogers this. He steps in, tiny, wimpy, skinny little thing, and comes out all, you know, Macho and six, six pack, big old pecs, just gleaming. Yeah, like all of a sudden he's like, "Is that sweat? Is that from like the transformation process? What is that? Who has no? I don't know. I don't know. But he was looking like a fine specimen of the human race. I must, I must say. Is this way? Gosh. So yes. it's pretty interesting. There's a funny scene. Funny scene after he gets out. And he's shirtless. <laughs> like, yep. Peggy looks at him and is like, oh, you look very good. And then she tries to put her hand up to touch his pack. And then... <laughs> she sort of like loses it a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, so everything goes good there. And then kind of keep moving forward here. Because uh, we're already at about almost 33, Ooh. 35 minutes. Dang, we are. Yeah, that's so right. <laughs> one of the things that happened is that... They find the spy. They find the spy. Here. But... Someone dies, right? The spy dies. The spy dies. Well, I mean, but doesn't he... Nope, the spy dies. Yeah, but but how he gets found out 
isn't there some incendiary device that kills like the doctor that was nice to Steve Rogers or something like that, right? The spy shoots him twice. Yeah, there. The spy. That's about it. Yep. And so then, you know, Chris Evans chases him down. He's like, whoa, I got like, this brand new body pretty much. So he starts running at He looks down at his stuff and he's like, this, is ex- this must be how Tobey Maguire felt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Minus the glasses. Uh, Tobey Maguire, I get it now. <laughs> he spoke just like that too. So, yeah, he's from Brooklyn, right? I think so. He said he was from Brooklyn. Different borough. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, no. no. I don't even know what we're talking about. Manhattan. Thin, but, cr- thin crust. So what we're saying is uh, he stops the um, spy. Everything keeps moving along. And then the thing that kind of happens with um, Can we just Cap- mention how he was able to get the spy out of that submarine little boat that was going under? Like he dove in. Remember, he latched onto the fin? Right? Yeah. That was amazing. It was. A superhuman. Outside of that grenade scene, that other, yeah, this scene where he was able to retrieve the spy underwater. I don't know about you. Okay, here's a little side tangent here. Whenever there's like a underwater scene where a character is like holding their breath, I like inadvertently do that too to see if I could actually survive or if of course it's different because like I'm holding my breath in air and your body reacts differently if you're holding your breath underwater of course but yeah for some reason it just happens like I I, I don't try to do it it just does like I just catch myself holding my breath I'm like well that's not safe hopefully this uh... movie's not fully underwater or I'd be passed out right now I don't know if that happens to you or if, or if you try to do that it's like oh you know you know like that one scene in Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise holding his breath Trying to get that ID card in so he can, yeah, that that was a rough one because that was like three or four minutes. I don't know, I failed. I don't know what just happened. Just, just holding your breath. Okay, this is turning in way <laughs> too much. Okay. So anyway, so, yeah. Okay, keeping things moving along here. So Cap essentially becomes like a guinea pig and a mascot yeah. for the country, and they're essentially selling uh, stocks and bonds. Pretty much to people. So puts on a dog and pony show, you know, yeah. he gets a nice little uh, non-combat uniform or costume, as it were. Yeah, pretty much was a costume, let's be honest. Yeah, it, 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 it was a costume. And so eventually he's doing that, and, and that's just like a little montage. Eventually he ends up out in uh, the fields, and he's talking to some of the troops, and they're like, no, bring the girls back, you're boring. <laughs> And so oh, yeah, he, the USO. Fe- yeah. he feels very like, man, this is not what I signed up for. And so he finds out there's a whole bunch of soldiers being held by Hydra. So he runs it. He essentially takes a, a Jeep. It's like a covert op. Just, just, just goes, him. Just him goes. One person. That's all it needs. Simple to explain it this way. Kicks butt, takes names. Whew. You say that again. He meets Red Hood for the first time. Red Skull. Scud. Skull. Scud. 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 Uh, Red Skull. Scud bucket. Yeah. And so it was interesting. It was kind of freaky when um, uh, Cap punches him for the first time. Yeah. like, his eye just... I know. And then I was like, oh, God, that had to hurt. And then it's revealed that he pulls off his man. Oh, what up? I know. He, He took his face off. And then his... So it was like all red. The cage reference there. Which one? His face off. Oh, yeah. The yeah. face off. That's another good movie. And then, uh, so then it's like, oh my gosh, your skull is red. 
Is that's what that must be where you get the name. It kind of made sense, right? Now. I mean, doesn't leave much to the imagination. No, that's, that's pretty much like whoa. If you took the skin off, it would be a red face. It would be red, yeah, because it's blood. And there's a skull, so oh, red skull. It's blood. Yeah, but it's not. It's just his skull is red. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, there's no blood. It's just red. It's red. Yeah, it's that's weird. It is very weird. Not normal. No, I mean it's not maroon. It's not lilac. It's red. Yeah, I mean, it could be green or yellow. Or... Right, you never know. You never know with those people. All right, so <laughs> after that, um, you know, to uh, not Tony. Howard. How no, not Howard. Um, Pe Peggy? No, the, Two the colonel is kind of like Two digging into um, Peggy. Like, hey, like, uh, he's dead. He's like, and this is kind of like all your fault. Oh, you right, yeah. On, yeah. All this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All, all the time and effort and d money that we put into this. Yeah, and so... Gone up in flames. All Then all of a sudden, Steve Rogers shows up. He has this huge line of other people. He has some Hydra tanks and all that. And then he, you know, everybody's like, yeah, at the camp. Like, you did it, you did it. And then um, the colonel confronts him. And he's like, oh, oh. Which is still interesting to me, because it doesn't happen yet. Okay. Eventually, when you get to Civil War, this happens. But right now, Captain America still has a sense of respect for authority when the authority is right in front of him. Right. So he, even though it's like, dude, Captain, you're the strongest guy in your area. Right? You can take anyone. Right, like nobody's going to touch you. Nope. Here's the thing, though. Tommy Lee Jones goes up to him and he's still like, you know, I'm ready to take any disciplinary action. It's the hierarchy thing, you know, he still respect that. So that happens and it turns out really well, you know, he's kind of put in charge of a few more um, operations. And then eventually what happens is they have to get a hold of Red Skull because he got it right this time. He's taking go. over a lot of different areas. So they covert mission into essentially this train if you want to call it that well it was a train yeah it, it, yeah it, in fact it was a train sorry about that folks Whew. been a long one that was that, that was a good yawn and i'm surprised a... i didn't catch it because yawns are contagious if you did for those of you watching yeah. Mission accomplished. So here's one of the things. And so, like, on the train, they're all fighting, shooting, and whatever. Bucky. Bucky. Is there. Bucky Barnes. Shooting and trying to help Cap. Yep. And then, Doing a good job, I might add. I think Cap threw his shield at, at Bucky. And Bucky caught the shield. Yep. And then somebody shot him. Which then, with, with the ricochet, the yeah, recoil. It shot him out of the train yep. and so he's holding on for dear life and yep. captain's trying to like come you know give me your hand and then bucky falls into the abyss that is off that train yeah it was like on a cliff Austria so, or something yeah. to his apparent doom so it was like oh no so yeah um losing his best friend in the heat of battle captain america then you know decides to dispatch the rest so he eventually um meets red skull they duke it out a little bit, yeah. you know, fight a little bit. Eventually he wins. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. Yep. Um, so they're fighting. He's chasing them. You know, eventually the colonel 
and Peggy, you know, show up in Red Skull's, you know, car. They chase the plane down as much as they can and do what they can. Eventually what kind of happens is he has the plane that Red Skull is in and all these bombs that were used with the um, Tesseract power that could wipe out entire cities with just one shot. Um, and each one had a specific city labeled, like one of them was Chicago, one was New York, one was Berlin, Moscow, all these places. And um, so Steve Rogers kind of realizes, holy cow, like, I've got to dump this somewhere where this is not going to... Because it's not just like taking it and dumping it in the middle of, like, like the middle of the like a field in like Oklahoma or yeah, Kentucky. Like maybe dig it six feet under. Oh, it'll be good. Yeah. No. It's like you're in the air. So... Where, where do you go? And you can't trust anybody with this. Right. And so what he decides to do is he's flying... On a suicide mission, literally. Was he going... Did he end up going north? North. Yeah, he went north. Okay, he went north. For some reason, I was like, I don't know where. Yeah, it was north. It was like, yeah, getting getting towards those gl glaciers. So he ends up flying out that way, and then he's talking to Peggy, Peggy, you know, over the intercom thing, and... Unrequited love, and, you know... All that stuff, and then, hey, you know, save me a dance. We'll meet up for yes. that dance. That, that got my heart. I was like, Oof. That was okay. good last parting words. And so... You know, Captain America dives it into like this ice cap. Yep. And essentially, the ship kind of just uh, the plane stays there. Right. And then it fast for so essentially in the beginning of the movie, they see this what happened to have been Captain America's plane that he was flying. And there's right in the full circle. That was a really good aspect yeah. that they brought back. Yeah. And then what happens is Captain America wakes up, and he's in you know a hospital wing hospital room that of 1943 or 1944 depending on when he went down yeah. down and um, they're playing a baseball game and I forgot which game it was but essentially Steve Rogers like one of the nurses comes in and has like a very 1950s I mean look 1940 1943 look yep. about her and all that yep. stuff and um Steve Rogers is like, where am I? What's going on? And she's like, oh, you're in a hospital. And he's like, nope. I think, I forgot what the exact what line was, but he's like, I was at this baseball game. And that was like, you know, however long ago. Right. And it sounds like it's happening right now. Yep. He's getting really suspicious really quickly. He wants answers. Yeah. And so he kind of freaks out. You know, some guards show up. Obviously, he knocks them through a wall. Oh, yeah. I mean, without trying. And then he runs through Times Square, and it's like, oh, my gosh. What is all this? What's happening? What happened? LED lights? What is this? And then uh, Nick Fury shows up, and he's like, hey, Cap, I got something to tell you. He's like, oh, what? You've been asleep for 70 years. And Captain America's, like, kind of dumbfounded, and he's like, I had a date. Yep. And so that was kind of like, a, oh, that sucks. A huge letdown for him, but again, I really liked that ending. That was cool how they then set it up for the next movie. Thoughts about the movie? 
Because I kind of just did a whole breakdown. No, it was good. It was a very good, thorough breakdown. You did skip the grenade part, so I'm glad that I threw, threw my two Thank cents in there. Thank goodness we got that Right? Color. I know. I know. I feel so much more at ease. Thought I did my fair share. <laughs> but Well, I mean, it was important because that solidified the fact that did. Steve Rogers it did. was... It did. One of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, thoughts about the movie... I think when they were building the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, there were parts of the movie that sort of made me think that they rushed things. Yeah. Uh, that maybe they didn't really have a good flushed out process or maybe just, you know, like the CGI wasn't quite there and they, you know, cut corners a little bit. But overall, it was a good movie and it, again, it was that origin story of one of the greatest, you know, Marvel heroes ever. Yep. Um, really enjoyed it. I did like the casting with everyone, even though I think Chris Evans is better as Johnny Storm. He was a great cast for Captain America. And again, um, when we do talk about like origin stories of Marvel superheroes, I would say that this one is... Um, not in my top ones compared to others that we'll discuss later on. Uh, of course, it you know it, it doesn't come close to Iron Man because that's like the epitome of what a, a, an origin story would be for the Marvel superheroes. Um, I still really liked Captain America. It was good. I loved the soundtrack. It was very uplifting, very patriotic. And again, yeah, th the way they tied up the movie, but yet made it available for us to think well this is there, there's definitely going to be more stories that captain america is going to be a part of um it, it was great it's great yeah i think the movie was very good uh i liked the time period piece of it yes it was very good there were a few times where it's like all the hydra people had like some of the best technology like to the point where oh, it's right. not it's not just having the best technology it looks like they're styling of even their stuff looked very a little too right. modern. It was like, too modern or even alien for that time yeah. time period. It's like, whoa, where did they come up well, with and that? And I get it. Hydra had the technology, but it wasn't a question of having the technology. It was a question of like, the inside of your ship looks very modernized. Almost. Right. So, right. I mean, nothing to nitpick about. I thought it was a very great movie. Um, I don't know if I'd put it... It'd be middle rank for me. I would agree. I would agree. But out of 10, what would you give it? Eight. I think a solid eight. Yeah, I would agree. I would give it an eight. All right. All right, you guys. I think that is going to wrap up Captain America. Uh, yes, I think we did a good job. Greg, can you let our fans know and subscribers know where they can follow us? Yes. Or potential fans? And yes, of course. If you uh, like what you're hearing, love what you're seeing, make sure to follow us on all of the social media accounts. Facebook, My Disney Addiction Podcast. Twitter, our handle is at My Disney Addicts. And then for Instagram, it is my underscore Disney underscore Addiction underscore podcast. For those of you watching on YouTube, please make sure to give this, uh, vi this video a thumbs up if you liked it. Please let us know how you rank Captain America, not only in the Captain America storyline and, and the movies, but the entirety of the 10 years of the you know, Avengers movies, if you will, um, in the comments section below. Uh, you can find all of our links to our social media in the comment or in the description below. Um, make sure to also subscribe so you can get notified of all new postings on our YouTube channel. And for those of you listening on Spotify, iTunes, other podcast 
platforms of your choice, make sure to write us a review and give us those five stars. That would help us out greatly. Yep, definitely. And then, guys, like I said, we're going to create a kind of like food cooking oh, review thing. I cannot wait. We're also going to be having a giveaway. So when you share um, that, yes, the picture of what we are going to give away. Picture's going to be right here. Or you share our YouTube video link or whatever. Um, and each share, you have to take somebody um, in yep. that. It has to be somebody different each time. Yep. Uh, because the more people you invite, um, the more times you'll be entered in for that. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like a one entry for one person. It's one entry for every um, every post that you tag a new friend or family member in. Yeah. So like if you have like thirty people, you want if you put all your friends on the sh on the tag list, well, that's not going to count. We want to see more individual individuals because obviously the more individual things that we have, the better it is. Exactly. Yeah. So um, there's that. And then we are going to set up a Patreon account. Still working on some of the smaller details, but I think we're coming close to wrapping it up. I'd say so. Yeah, we can we can make that live very, very soon. So look out for that. We'll also let you know where to find that, hopefully in the next uh, episode. So we are good to go. And Greg, is there any other thing that you want to, anything else that we need to mention? Or are we good? America. America. We America. We're good to go. It was pleasure Woo! talking about this and hanging out with you guys. We will talk to you guys soon. Once again, I am your number one ghost host. And I am your Disney detective. Thank you so much for coming to your one place to get your Disney fix. was a Titan cast episode.